It's one of the most infamous stories in wrestling, so why doesn't it hit harder? Today I'm talking about the Iron Claw. This is Scott's Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's Self indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i am talking about the iron claw which is a uh, an a24 drama about the von erich wrestling family that i thought should have hit a lot harder now i'll be the first to admit that i'm not a giant wrestling person i'll get to that in my intro but i know just enough about this to know that it should be a bit more bleak than it is so without further ado let's get started there's a lot of nerdy or nerd-adjacent interests that never took hold with me. So as much as I like superheroes, anime, and the nerdier side of sports, I never developed a strong interest in tabletop role-playing games or professional wrestling. No shade at fans of either, to be clear, they just didn't grab me in the same way. But stories about professional wrestling? I've always found those fascinating, thanks to the collection of physicality, manufactured in real drama, and excess that has always gone hand-in-hand with the job. So a searing drama about the infamous Von Erich wrestling family seemed like a great way to wreck my day. So why didn't this hit as hard as expected? The film centers around Kevin Von Erich, the oldest living brother and heir apparent to the local Von Erich wrestling empire. But when Kevin dream- oh, but while Kevin dreams of becoming a world heavyweight champion, the grueling business begins to chew up and spit out Kevin's brothers one by one. One of the hardest things as a reviewer is to separate the movie you wanted to see versus the movie you end up getting. For instance, if a movie was sold to me as a slam-bang action thriller that has a lot less action than than advertised, that's bad marketing, but it's not the movie's fault, and there might be a good thriller in there. I bring this up because I think The Iron Claw was specifically made for non-wrestling fans who don't have any knowledge of how the business works, and specifically about the Von Erichs. The movie, on, the movie on screen is something like a dreamlike reflection by Kevin on his brothers and how all of their dreams were shattered by ambition and generically the business and their own drive to succeed. But it doesn't hit nearly as hard as it should, for two big reasons. One is stylistic choices, and the other is the more in-depth and true history looming over all of this. So let's start with the style. The main thing that strikes me about this movie is how tame it looks and feels. To put it mildly, wrestling is tough as fuck on your body because even if the matches are planned and choreographed, the falls and a lot of the hits still land to some extent. Maybe not every punch smashes into your face, but there's no way to fake going through a table. Now combine that with the schedule that requires you to do that day in and day out without a lot of recovery time in between because your promoter or venue owner wants money. This is the driving force that pushes a lot of wrestlers to become full-blown drug and alcohol addicts, because how else are you going to deal with the pain? And that's before we get into the incredible amount of substances like anabolic steroids that so many of these men pump into their bodies to maintain their physique. So you'd hope to see that in The Iron Claw, a movie about wrestling-related tragedy. And you really don't. You see a handful of injuries and tough moments, but nothing that really encapsulates how grueling this all is and how awful it is on your body. Hell, the wrestler is way better at this. This goes double for when Kevin's brothers start dying, and all of the deaths occur off-screen after a touch of foreboding earlier. It feels detached. And now we've got to get into the real history of the Von Erich family, which is so much worse than what is put to screen. To put it mildly, the family patriarch 
patriarch, Fritz von Erich, not his real name, was a monster who leveraged his son's bodies and well-being to make money for his promotion. This is loosely alluded to in the movie when Kevin says Fritz is pushing him too hard when he's referring to his brothers, but not in a way that carries any additional weight. Which is doubly disappointing, not just because it's not a full picture of what actually happened, but, but also because it's such a fertile, dramatic, and thematic ground to mine about how financial interest triumphed over family, or how that familial, familiar relationship that Kevin values so much is exactly what their dad used against him and their his brothers. Fritz threw his boys into a meat grinder for personal gain, and it nearly killed his entire family. And in essence, it did. And the movie paints him as... Maybe a bit too tough, but not much else. The pieces are all here. Zac Efron gives one of his best performances as Kevin, and the supporting cast all have great chemistry and capture the potent combination of ambition, rage, and pain that define their characters' lives. It just doesn't land. And if I had to use one word to describe this movie, it's sanitized. This is a sanitized version of this story from just about every angle, despite carrying an R rating and being produced by a studio, A24, that isn't afraid of wild and dark swings. This should have been a sports drama hereditary. Instead, it's a Ter Terrence Malick movie with wrestling, and not in a good way. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.